friends. Long time no speak. Um, I believe the last time I did one of these was... Jesus, maybe six months ago. Back when I had recovered from potential coronavirus. Who knows? But uh, two weeks alone in my room. Uh, quarantining myself from... From some type of illness. At the end of March, early April. So... So yeah, it's been a while uh, since then. I've started up a, a podcast, a film book review, film review bookcast, whatever the fuck you want to call it. It's good fun. Weekly episodes. Started with my friend Graham, um, a guy I went to college with, and yeah, it's called Fifty Flicks of Grain J. If you like movies, if you like TV shows, if you are a Netflix binger, uh, check it out. I think you'll enjoy it. Today's episode, I want to talk about Hardcore Happy. It was something this guy in question, Graham, from the podcast, had mentioned to me in a WhatsApp message. He was talking in particular about a documentary he had watched with Pepe, about Pepe the Frog, about he, how his image was used for alt-right symbolism um, and against the artist's will. But there was a, there was a part in the documentary where he talked about being hardcore ha- happy, you know, as opposed to letting this define his life, define his art. In some type of rebellion, he decided to be hardcore happy, and and it was just a it was just a message that came in from a friend at the best time, you know. Um, like usual, I guess I want to talk about mental health in this episode. First of all, I'm gonna have this espresso. Espresso, espresso, with this little tiny cup of delicious Nescafe coffee. Um, yeah, let's get it in. Knock it back. I know some people sip espressos, but come on, they're tiny. Just, just take it in one shot. There's something insulting about someone gulping back a whole coffee. You know, it's like, enjoy it, it's a cup, you know, take your time, enjoy the process. You'll want another one when it's gone, so you may as well take your time and enjoy it. The espressos are just like a a one gulp wonder. (sighs) Delicious. Um, There we go, so we got a bit of, (laughs) we got a bit of artificial joy pumped into our blood. Um, Yeah, so... So yeah, I want to talk about about hardcore happy. I have nothing planned for this podcast as as normal. It's just a stream of consciousness. This is just therapy for me. Um, but there's a few things that that come to mind when I think of of, of that. And it's it's just in in general, it's it's how I've been looking after myself, I guess, uh, during quarantine, during this pandemic, during these weird times. And hopefully, something in it resonates with you and does you service gives you ideas <clears throat> maybe you could share with me what you do and you know we just kind of need to be there for each other at a time like this it, it, i'm up and down every week to be honest with you some days i think i got this shit like i'm acing it like i'm gonna come out of 2020 better than i went in which in one way is definitely true this has been a, a year of of <laughs> a form of rehab for me and definitely I'm in the same boat as a lot of people in the sense of you know going back home and, and, and 
being indoors, not being able to kind of go out and go on adventures and be in social settings. It forces people into a type of boredom, which eventually makes them realize that they've kind of always been moving forward and maybe not really reflecting on their life as much. You know, a lot of people have gone nostalgic and although you shouldn't wallow in the past too much, it is good to explore where you came from, explore what's happened in the past, you know, explore where you came from and if there's any traumas that you're probably not dealing with that's a big important one especially for anyone that's had to move back home with their parents and kind of deal with kind of family issues and shit i mean it's 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 almost everything um a big thing i've realized is that you know trauma comes in a lot of shapes and forms and although i didn't you know i had a very good childhood i had amazing i have amazing parents i a fantastic sister I'd plenty of good friends growing up um but you know when you're a kid you're so sensitive and you're so vulnerable to everything and so trauma you might even feel guilty for for thinking you were traumatized by certain things when when you had such a good upbringing but but it's not that simple you know um, and we all have issues and we all have things wounded inner childs that we have to f- kind of help and guide and, and, and that's responsible that's a responsible thing as an adult thinking that you're perfect and nothing's wrong with you and to just keep marching forward is very noble is very stoic the mind actually be real um there's a difference between wallowing in your past and being stuck in your past compared to actually exploring the root of certain behaviors certain thoughts certain beliefs and and following them all the way down into the soil all the way into the deep carnage the deep corners of your mind you know like where does this come from what happened to me and and why do i think this way and can i unknot this you know just the same way as you if you had a knot in your arm you, you wouldn't you wouldn't leave it and be like no 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 it's fine it's fine and just keep working out you're going to eventually cause more damage you think you're being strong you're being the tough guy the tough girl you know the brave fucking face on you but you're not you're being stupid like stop what you're doing really examine the knot and see if you can unknot it you know by by gently massaging by by adding oils by getting acupuncture needle therapy by relaxing and not exercising for a while it's the same with your brain i think there's like mental knots that are only in time going to deepen and get worse and cause more injury to yourself down the road and so mental illness is one thing but mental health is something that i think we all need to look after and i think i think there's plenty of stuff out there that's doing it you know that's helping people with this at the moment cycle against suicide if you live in ireland cycle against suicide is a great um great organization for helping people you know with, with suicide with, with you all ages but all, you know they, they target a lot of schools and young people with their mental health um, and they always bring up the fact that if you had a broken leg you would talk to people about it and so why not you know why can't we say <laughs> My brain is broke, you know? <laughs> like, when you gotta just say, you gotta reach out. I did it in a way the other day. I was just... I don't know, I just was... I just was mentally exhausted. I was just so... Kind of... Done. And I tweeted that I needed a hug. If 
feels a bit pathetic now, but it's just true. I was like, I need a hug. I just put it out there. And a friend of mine that I hadn't heard from in a while reached out and it felt good. It didn't feel like, oh, I'm just getting this out of pity or he's worried I'm going to do something. You know, it was like, he just realized, ah, oh, I haven't heard from that guy in a while. I'll reach out to him. He sent me a voice message and it's it's continued on. We're having a little chain of messages now and sometimes that's all you need, you know. I think there's a difference between always kind of reaching out for people every time you don't feel good. Like, help me, help me, you know, I need help. You know, like, like this difference between kind of like that kind of pity and just, just being honest with yourself when you're not good and being like, you know, sometimes I can deal with it other times. No, I need someone. I just need to chat. I just need to, I just need to express myself. I just need to, to share with a mate or anyone, you know? And so I think, I think it's very brave actually to do that. And I think it's, it's healthy. And I think you can end up having stronger friendships and relationships through being that kind of vulnerable. Um, an important thing I've done throughout this whole quarantine was I restarted counselling. I may have talked about that in the last episode. I did counselling in 2019 when I was really struggling with mental health. And I did it for a few months and I thought it was okay. And then I got my life back to normal and I didn't think it was necessary uh, to continue. And I didn't think my counsellor was necessarily that great for me. Um, Nothing wrong with her, but it just, yeah, I just felt like it was over. And then when this all started back in March, uh, maybe April, I thought, you know what, being cooped in all the time, not being able to see people, not being able to be sociable, not being able to hug people, not being able to be intimate with anyone, needing to keep distance all the time. You know, now that I've moved back home with my parents, I'm afraid to touch them, I'm afraid to give them coronavirus, I'm afraid to go out and meet with people. It's it's, it's like a living nightmare. <laughs> What's the point? You know? We're such social creatures. What's the point if we're not allowed to show love or care or, or have fun and hang out it was tough you know obviously we worked around it um as as restrictions eased around dublin we were able to meet up with people and you know wouldn't go around hugging and kissing everyone but i'd stay in the same the same circle of friends and i wouldn't socialize like out of there i wouldn't even really go to pubs or anything crazy but, but counselling was just this kind of steady thing I started back up with and did at a weekly basis uh, over the laptop of course didn't go in person and would have these zoom calls with this this guy uh, I still do up to this day and I have, a, I have a great connection with this person I feel like I found a really good counsellor um, he just seems to have the right balance between understanding different parts of me and understanding different parts of kind of I suppose how to be a good therapist counselor i don't really know what the biggest difference is to be honest with you um i know a counselor can't really diagnose you they're really just there to listen and to ask the right questions and to kind of direct you in the right way but you know he's brought up meditation he's brought up um well he goes into my childhood a lot which can be very uncomfortable for some people but seems to be necessary you know like one thing that keeps coming up for me is just kind of self-care and self-love 
which sounds ridiculous but like if you really really think about it as you're listening to this when was the last time you said something really nice to yourself like really like a best friend like just gave yourself the credit for how hard you're working or even if you're not working hard like not beating yourself up for it and just being like you're okay you're you're fine you know you need this right now you just need to relax at some point you will need to, to work hard because it's good for you it's nice to have goals it's 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 good to have future projects it's good for your body to be healthy and to feel fit to feel young to feel agile to to, to exercise in a way every day whether that be dance or like walking for a good bit running hiking swimming lifting some weight or just i don't know sex if you have a partner beside you you know like anything really and just move your body so so yeah i mean like i do think we need those things but but also if you know if you're not in that place right now don't beat yourself up about it um you deserve to be good to yourself today you deserve to appreciate all the things you do have all the the things you're trying to do and what led you up to this point right now no matter what point in life you are currently in just tap yourself on the back and and give yourself a bit of love today because you mightn't always have the bestest friend you could imagine right beside you um and maybe you've never had that but you can be that for yourself today and and if you can't then i'm here to say to you that look at you you're fucking fantastic you're trying your best you're great cut yourself some slack i love you don't get any ideas though i have a girlfriend um so yeah i do think counseling is super important um and and exercise jesus like every day i do something now it's it's hard to get into the rhythm of it but what i found for me is i just can't do the same thing every day so I, I have to spice it up i do two days of lifting weights i have like a kind of a mini home gym that i've built just taking all the equipment from over the years and, and and bought a few extra things and put it together in one room and now it's like a little gym it's tiny but i make it work um, and then up in the attic i've i bought rings recently gymnastic rings so i've always wanted to learn how to do a muscle up so that's my new goal now that's kind of something that consistently is 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 giving me focus like I, i'm not just working out every day because i know it's good for me and it's not enough that i know it's healthy for me and it's not enough to have like the vanity goal of like oh, i'll have a cool body and everybody will look at me you know those things you have to know your why i think if you really want to do something you need to know your why and for me i've noticed when it comes to the fitness knowing that it's good for me is about a 50% has a 50% success rate with convincing me to work out every day um, the vanity aspect I would say like you know knowing I'll look good naked knowing I'll feel comfortable wearing clothes actually that is a big thing you know vanity gets a, a bad rep but I, I'd say it's still only it's only about 30-40% of a, of a of a motivator but having a new skill like knowing like i don't know if it comes from an egotistical place like wanting to show off like i can do this this movement um but either way it doesn't it doesn't really matter at 
the end of the day, if there's something you want to do, I think you have to figure out what your why is, because you'll get closer to accomplishing it if you if you figure out what your why is. And for me, like doing all the exercise I'm doing at the moment is only getting me stronger for eventually being able to do the muscle up. And then once I do the muscle up, there'll be this release, there'll be the satisfaction, and there'll be this kind of joy I'll just feel throughout my body. I just know I'm going to be so happy and excited because this was something I've wanted to do for years. I've always looked at muscle ups and there's something in me that's like, oh, I'd love to do a muscle up. It's considered like one of the, it's a very impressive upper body movement, you know, to go, in case you don't know what a muscle up is, it's when you go from a pull up to a dip. So a pull up, obviously, there's a bar on top of you and you pull your body up. And a dip is, again, Maybe I'm preaching to the choir, but to anyone who doesn't know, a dip is like when you're above, you know, if you're in the gym and you see people kind of, ah, you fucking know what a dip is. How do I explain what a dip is? Even if everyone listening knows what a dip is, I think it's still interesting to see if I can dissect in an, and, and articulate simply through audio for a podcast what the hell a dip is when you can't see it I mean you're holding on to two bars and you dip your body down with your arms in a 90 degree perpendicular motion and it's like a complete back of arm tricep exercise there does that make sense also a bit of chest um anyway to do the the, the right kind of muscle up um you want to get gymnastic rings and the, the thing I've had to learn recently is that you need a, a certain type of grip, which is really working a lot of muscles I've never used in my wrist, in my hands, uh, in my forearm. All these incredible new muscles I'm getting that are, are you know, you, you just don't necessarily get them from the normal lifting weights. Um, so, you know, that's sexier to me. That kind of turns me on. Um, I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying I want to have sex with these rings. I just mean, like, it, it, it lights me up. That gets me more excited than just, like, lifting heavy things. Although, oh, my God, if you're having, like, a very, like... If you're feeling shit, if you're having an angry day, if you really want to, like, just break shit up, like, there's days where I literally want to go out there and I want to, I want to grab a building and I want to crush it in my hand or I want to grab a skull and do the same... Uh, I never do it because I'm not a psychopath. I'm just being honest about my aggression. Lifting weights just gets it out of your system. Oh my god, like it's just such a satisfying feeling when you're just so angry and then you lift something heavy and it's just like you know what I mean? Just like, like that real just like that deep animalistic like dark horse. I don't know what you call it. It's like a it's like a tension that's always there. It just gets to release itself. Can't explain how satisfying that is. But there's something more... Uh, would you say sophisticated about being able to do a gymnastic pull-up? Muscle-up, even. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's like my latest goal at the moment. So, I kind of do two days lifting weights with usually a bit of uh, ring work at the end. <laughs> that sounds gross, <laughs> but you know what I mean. And uh, <laughs> and then uh, and then I do running on on my day off. Um, I just do like a thirty minute run, and Jesus, it takes a lot out of me. But um, 
I just I need I need some form of cardio to keep me fit and I'm getting a bit more into it these days so so yeah it's me shiting on about exercise um, next is video games this is a bit more of a sedatory kind of thing for your lifestyle um, cause it's the opposite of moving but like I just said, you can't just be all go, all action. You need things to relax. You need kind of rewards. And watching movies is good. Obviously, I do that for the podcast. And you know, I watch some. I watch some things that we don't review. Um, what did we do last? We did Hunger, and the Social Dilemma is just out on our Spotify and iTunes. And I believe we're doing the Queen's Gambit next. And then Dead Note. So yeah, if if you've watched any of that stuff, look out for it. Um, we put a good bit of work into it, and I'm, I'm pretty proud of it. So, so do Fifty Flicks of Grey and Jay. Do check out our podcast. This my my podcast has now just become an advertisement for me and Graham's podcast, Fifty Flicks of Grey and Jay. Um, but yeah, I just kind of consider this a an outlet for my thoughts. A, a the scenes if you will of la vie de Jamie so yeah video games I've just got back into video games in a huge way been playing a lot of Rocket League Fortnite Call of Duty um, but God of War was something for the last four years wait when did it come out four years ago no it couldn't have been four years ago I've wanted a PS4 for ages, basically, um, and I've been playing video games since I was 14, no, before 14, I had a little Game Boy thing, but like, I remember getting the PS2 at 15, jeez, I can't remember, playing Tony Hawk's, and then God of War came out, so like, uh, I've been playing God of, the God of War franchise for 15 years now, love it, love video games. I have a bit of an addictive personality, no matter what I do, I seem to kind of go all in, maybe? Yeah, let's go with that. I, I definitely can be a bit obsessive. Um. <laughs> That's putting it lightly. Uh, yeah. But I just told myself, like, video games are too much of a distraction. I'm trying to build a business, I want to, you know build a business in video and photo my media company Sijon Studios I want to grow that out I can't let video games distract me and so I, I ignored myself that simple pleasure that I, I truly desired um, for years and only at the start of quarantine when my girlfriend had to leave the country and left some of her stuff behind did I get her PlayStation and yeah I've been using it do you know I, I should have started earlier but I've been pretty much using it ever since and it's been a godsend it has been truly the one thing that's keeping me kind of uh, satisfied and, and just entertained it's it's so much fun just popping on a game and having your way with it um, finished God of War there yesterday? two days ago? what an absolute pleasure that game was incredible so cinematic yeah, the first I remember the first God of War coming out and I remember thinking this is this is what like directing a video game should look like and and I remember thinking I wanted you know back then I was 
super focused on becoming an artist and so I thought oh that's where I want to go I want to be a concept design artist for video games in particular Santa Monica Studios who create God of War um, but yeah I was also big into the Tony Hawk franchise what am I playing now I just borrowed off a of mate I got a what's that Horizon which is pretty cool you're like this woman who's in between the cyborg world and the natural world and the tribe of natural people are against the robots but then she's kind of it's it's pretty good it's a lot of like forging and hiding um i'm a i i don't mind a bit of tactics i like i like thinking but sometimes there's a sa more satisfaction to action games that are a bit more hack and slash you know devil may cry and such um but yeah no, it's good. It's good fun. And what do I have next on the lineup? Red Dead Redemption 2. Red Dead 2. Um, hell yeah. Jesus. I'm basically just catching up with all the best games out there. Or at least the best games that I like. I know a lot of these games maybe don't suit people. Um, and then The Last of Us. I want to get onto that. Like, Jesus Christ, did I miss you? So... So yeah, I think that makes sense, doesn't it? Looking after your mind with counselling, look after your body with, uh, with with some type of fitness, um, and and look after your you know your soul, your pleasure with video games or, or movies or listening to my other podcast. Uh, uh, it's not a shameless plug if I mention it four times in thirty minutes, is it? I think that's it. I think that's everything. I just want to keep this short. I think I want to try and do these more um, and have them as a weekly thing. That'd be nice. I could do them daily. Jesus, that'd be something. Um, speaking about video games, I'm thinking of starting a Twitch. Maybe that would uh, justify the amount of hours I'm about to start indulging into video games. If I can monetize this hobby, <laughs> uh, that'd be interesting. But anyway, uh, I hope you're keeping well. We don't know what the hell's going on out there, but just just focus on on what you can do. Just control what you can today. You know, you don't have to fix everything today, but start small. Start really, really, really small. Like when I was at my lowest. I had a notebook for writing down goals for the day and the goals honest to god were as simple as get out of bed brush your teeth have a shower just show up just show up to the day and there's going to be some days that th those aren't the goals and you want a day in bed and that's fine but just don't let that cycle go on and on you know um, especially if you're someone at the moment who you, you may may not be working <laughs> Uh, I know what that feels like. Uh, if you don't really know what the future holds for you, if you don't, if you don't know when you get to see your friends again or hang out with anyone, um, you know, I don't want to give you a false hope and say don't worry. You know, everything's going to go back to normal. It's probably not. I think, I think we're in a transitional period. Um, I don't think the coronavirus will. First of all. I think this is is going to last longer than a year. I think m most of the state of what we're experiencing at the moment is, is going to continue until 22, 2022. I think I've, I've heard that in, in 
both scientific and spiritual circles. Um, so whether you're whether you, you deal in the, the metaphysical or the practical, uh, both realms seem to be agreeing that 2022 is when some form of normal come, you know, is, is lands beneath us. Um, but that normal isn't going to be what we remember. And I think that's okay. Economically, there's going to be a lot of issues. A lot of the same jobs are going to be gone. You know, it's going to be a different world that we're entering. But you can make your own goals within this time and you can figure out, you know, how do you make money? How do you get more creative? You know, how do you... How do you look after yourself in this time? You don't have to do anything extreme, you know? Like some people are going to come out of 2020 saying it's the best year of their life because they got to focus on this, this and this. And that might put you down in case you haven't been able to do that stuff but just just remember you know it's not about comparing and social media never tells the full story um, and everyone's built different you know maybe that person isn't dealing with some of their stuff and that's why they have to do all this other shit um, but just see if you can be happy for them and move on get off social media and figure out your life, figure out what you need to be happy, figure out what you need to be satisfied and and just try and put more of that into your life, you know? Um, yeah. Just learn like learn to cook something new today. Just put on some music and just learn to to, to cook or bake something new. Do something nice for someone today, even if you feel like you're You've got nothing good going on in your life. Just try and do something nice. Try and help someone. I, I would love at the moment to try and do more charity work. Um, especially because a lot of days I feel like I'm not in a place to do that because I'm, I'm not in a, I'm not a, I'm like a glass half full, you know. I'm, I feel negative. I feel depressed most of the time. I feel kind of depleted and empty and but then I have my daily goals and that's kind of keeping me afloat and then you know the odd things with mates every week kind of keeping me keeping me good um, but I don't want to wait I don't want to wait until I'm like in the best place possible and uh, have loads of free time and, you know to, to help others that actually need help more than I do I want to do it I want to do it as soon as possible and I think what you'll find as well is that, that it ends up healing you as you heal others. Um, not to say you should reach out to other people before you, you know, that, that analogy of putting on your, your oxygen mask before you put on someone else's on a plane, I think is, is always a pretty good representation of how we need to kind of fill our own glass before we kind of fill other people's. But, you know, it's all about a time and a place so yeah I finished my workout for the day I'm about to have a, a shower followed by an ice cold shower to fucking give me a bit of proper immunity boost for the day you know a little bit of positive stress um, if you're like me I need a little bit of conflict every day I need a little bit of like you know a bit of a struggle something to break through some type of a a cob <laughs> not a conquest but like you know I can't go out and have adventures there's nothing I can really 
you know my accomplishments for the day or I've signed up for this new course in creative writing it was a free course I found online so I wake up every morning and I I attend my class online so that's a bit fun Um, and then I I did my workout and yeah I'm about to shower now and and maybe do a bit of video editing for my YouTube and maybe play some video games this evening and that's it you know it's not it's not crazy but it's keeping myself busy and keeping myself focused on something and th- and there's an end goal in sight there's a there's a few of these classes left um, in terms of the exercise that's leading up to me having enough strength to do this muscle up um, the edit obviously editing my youtube videos the video you know a video will be done eventually and then it'll be up on youtube so that's another goal kind of and so there's these these kind of few goals that i'm bouncing between and, and every day just chipping away So yeah, so yeah, I guess today I just challenge you to be hardcore happy. And not in the same vein of of someone saying, oh, you're depressed, just be happy. I'm not saying that. You can still be depressed. You can still be fucking miserable. But while you're sad and miserable today, could you also pretend to be hardcore happy? What would hardcore happy look like? I don't know. Would it be helping someone else? Would it be reaching out to a mate? Would it be putting on some music and cooking something and just dancing and being like, I'm miserable, fuck the world. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just think hardcore happy is a good rebellion to any of the negative shit you feel. It's a good like, you know, I'm not just going to be happy because like peace and love and everyone should be smiling, but I'm going to be happy because I fucking choose to be, you know? Like the same way I'm I'm feeling angry today and I can't control anything that's happening in the world and you know there's certain civilizations crumbling and, and everyone seems confused and angry and everyone's fighting and you wish you could just shut up both sides and get them to listen to each other and realize that we're all connected, we're all the one consciousness, we're all brothers and sisters and all our information is getting confused and muffled between all this shit that is social media and all we need to do is come together. But that ain't gonna happen, because being a human is is to is to also be full of conflict and drama, and it's all at one big theater. Um, so people kind of want this, whether they admit it or not. They kind of want it, because uh, everyone's kind of hurt inside and don't know how to deal with it. Which is exactly why I think we all need to deal with our inner childs before we go out into the world and start pointing fingers, because a lot of that shit is coming from you. A lot of that shit that you think is wrong with the world is actually a reflection on you and your shit that you haven't dealt with. Um, but for now, <laughs> let's just focus on on hardcore happy. Yeah, I challenge I challenge you to, to be hardcore happy today, whatever that means to you. Right? Peace and love.